0: We're all protecting you. We have, we have all protected, protected you. You. You.
1: you. About my marriage? But what are <laughs> about about marriage. what are you told us about With the most You told us I don't so mad. So don't mean, so ever bring you guys around me like that. Let me tell you something, the only thing. It's the only thing. I would have wrote. It's I It's I am not really sure what I've done to you. though. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Hot and Bravo podcast, part of the Buttered Pop Network. It's Eddie Estrada here, and I'm, of course, my co-host with the mo-host to talk all things Potomac. It's Armin Arms. How you doing?
0: I'm doing good, Eddie. How are you?
1: I'm doing great. I feel like we are getting more movement in the other stories of Potomac, not just the Candace and Monique story, um, which I've been really enjoying, that we're kind of moving forward in the other aspects of the other ladies' lives as well, a little bit deeper. Um, but we got the next big bombshell of the Candace Monique fight mm-hmm. officially this episode, which is Candace is going to be officially pressing charges, assault charges against Monique,
0: which is unreal. I mean, that has life consequences way beyond house fives. When Giselle said that she saw, that Monique could get 5 to 12 years for, years. for second-degree assault, you could see everyone at the table was stunned. And I know we'll get to it, but this is really serious stuff here. And then you start to think about, like, Monique's family, her children. And if she did have to go to prison, what would be the domino effect, right? This is an extremely serious decision and i think now candace is going to maybe face some pushback when previously everyone was on her side but we'll get to it i know we'll get to it we're kind of jumping the gun here
1: we are jumping the gun but i definitely have a lot to say to you about that i think
0: it's shocking it's shocking it is
1: it truly is um let's start with uh let's should we start with karen and ray i feel like that's a good place to start, even though it's not a great place where they're at. But it's a good place to start for us because um, I feel like that's the story that's most, I think, auxiliary from the group. Like, it's going to be the furthest mm-hmm. away. But we get a little bit more of Karen and Ray trying to figure out what the relationship is and how it's going to be moving forward. We have the big bombshell, I believe... Was it last episode or was it two episodes ago? I Two feel episodes like ago now. Potomac is just like running faster than I can even I can even catch it but it was when Ray was basically asked if he still loved Karen and he said I think I love her I'm not sure which obviously was heartbreaking to Karen Mm -hmm. then we had last episode yes when Karen went to Surrey, Virginia and she was saying like I love you I'm gonna miss you to Ray and Ray's like bye slams the door in her face with the editors giving it three times because it was just so good um, well, not so good, but it was a hilarious moment. Uh, even though it was sad, I got I got to do both sides of the coin here. Uh, but then this episode, we kind of get a little bit more of where I think Ray's anger is coming from, or maybe his where he is upset, and it's it's kind of stemming from Karen's fame and the attention um, being on Karen as opposed to him. And that's a bit
0: of your spin on it, though. And I guess Karen's perception. That wasn't exactly what Ray was saying.
1: uh, But and I'm going to agree. But I think I think it's this generation of men who are just so used to. Oh, yeah. I don't
0: disagree with you, but that's not what he was saying. I thought you were presenting what he was saying to her. Oh,
1: no, no, no. Okay, You present what he was saying, because I'm going to obviously have my tinge. I have I whatever he was saying, the fame and fortune going to the head. I think that's his own insecurities. And
0: beyond that, he was saying that he felt that he wasn't getting enough attention and that Karen wasn't balancing, as he put it, the work, the fame, the kids, and the husband. So that's his issue with what's going on. And then Karen, on her end, feels like Ray isn't working with her and that Ray isn't being supportive of her. And they both agreed basically that. They need to grow together as opposed to right now. They're kind of going in totally different directions. They also haven't been this direct before. And you nailed it earlier, Eddie, when you said that we got a lot of different storylines this episode developing aside from the Monique Candace storyline. I felt like this episode was a series of intense emotional conversations.
1: Oh, 100%.
0: We'll get to Michael Ashley... We have to talk about Wendy and her husband and his family. And this was another one of them being Ray and Karen. I feel like they finally actually made progress, even though it was a tough conversation to have. Like you said, he straight up at one point said, is the fame getting to your head? And she's like, no, I don't feel like that. But at the same time, she did seem to understand where he was coming from when it came to the... Issue of balancing the home and work life thing, which by the way, that's actually a very common problem.
1: I mean, but here's the issue. This is the thing. This is my shtick with that whole situation. Because mm-hmm. where was Ray balancing all that same thing when Karen was not working? Like, it's, I feel like it's this unfair pressure he's putting on Karen that was never put on him. Like, oh, I'm allowed to go work and do all my stuff and have my whole life about that. But the moment that you step away from the wife, or from me and the kids and the home, and you go do the work, it's unbalanced because you're focusing too much on this, which is pushing your life forward, which is your passion, which is your dream. That's what I feel. That's what I'm like. It doesn't work for me. Why does she have to be the one to balance? Why can't he step? Yeah, I know he's older, but he made that decision marrying someone so much younger. If he wanted an actual marriage relationship, then he needs to step up and do the work because if it feels unbalanced, Maybe it's imbalanced because he's not putting enough on his end, which I think is what- So you're contending that when
0: he was working, he was working too much and not focusing enough on his family, and now the role is reversed. I
1: I think think Hmm. that's- Have they said that? that's always fair. It hasn't been said, but I 100% bet you, and the way the common world works, that's how it was. You can't say that- Well, like I said, this is actually
0: a very universal issue. How do you strike that balance between your work and your home life? It's a very no, common I, issue. I,
1: I mean, I agree. Work and home life is something that needs to be balanced. But I also don't understand. I, I, I understand wanting someone to be there for relationship, but I feel like Ray is requesting more than just support in life and relationship. Because I feel like Karen gives that to him. She she is head over heels for that man and does moves mountains for him. You could see and the jealousy.
0: You can see the fact that he misses being the center of attention. Mm-hmm. A similar situation we see with Ashley and Michael.
1: Oh, and I was just Because Michael
0: that. has the same issue, mm-hmm. except instead of being jealous of the fame and fortune, he's jealous of his own son.
1: Exactly. So that's the other thing. So this may be even more, mad. If the Ray situation was making me upset because I feel like that is unfair of him to put on Karen when Karen's pushing her dreams... The, the situation that Michael is putting on Ashley Darby is ten-frickin-fold. This man wanted Ashley, essentially, as, I don't know, as like, a sex doll, is what it sounds like, a plaything that he could have fun with her and others, that it was, like, his girl. Now that she was like, no, we were in a relationship, we got married, I wanted a baby, that was part of this whole thing... Now he's like, well, you know, the baby's really getting in the way of my sex life, and I have these urges that need to be met, and that's why I married you. And the fact that you're not giving me that same attention now because we have the kid is unfair. That is insane.
0: It was so strange to watch him press in that therapy session that she changed after the baby. He kept on having to press that. Ashley was like, I'm a different person now because of the baby.
1: Oh, yeah, because you you had the kid. Because we have
0: the kid. And it's like, well, duh.
1: (laughs) Yeah, like that's obviously going to be the case. Did
0: you not understand what you were getting into when you have a child? The child now becomes the center of your universe. But Michael maybe is too big of a narcissist. Maybe it was his hubris going into it that he thought he would still retain the title of center of the universe even when they had a kid. But that's not how the world works. That's just not how it works when you have a child. I mean, maybe some people, there are obviously exceptions, right? Some people prioritize other things other than their kids. But this is not the case here, Michael. And he's deeply resentful. And it is bizarre to watch someone so resentful of not only their wife, but their son, their child, their baby. I I mean, this is a tiny little, what, three-month-old baby. (laughs)
1: I, I, it just blew my mind that he's, he literally hates this kid. Like he feels like this kid is like the ultimate cock block. And he's like, I, I, you have to take the kid when you're gone because I still have my urges and I still need to have them met. And you know, but now I can't have three sons and I'm going to resent the kid because of that. And it's like, I'm glad, uh, I'm glad she's getting this on, on tape. And I'm also
0: glad Ashley has her uncle. I love Ashley's uncle, and I feel like there could be a whole reality show centered around him. The way he was handling this situation, and I really hope we get a scene between him and Michael. It was riveting television because he is really supportive of Ashley, and he really doesn't like Michael. And he was very clear-eyed about the situation. He wasn't someone who was just going to tell Ashley what she wanted to hear. Even though Ashley has a great, great perspective on the situation, she's not deluding herself. I think a lot of people would delude themselves. She is very quick to say, I will exit this marriage as soon as I have to.
1: So she's Mm -hmm. not deluded,
0: but at the same time, it's cool to hear someone tell it like it is and just be such a support for someone who is in a really tough situation And he said the same thing that we're saying. He was saying, at the end of the day, your child is number one. This isn't about him anymore. Like when Ashley was going on about, you know, Michael and Michael's childhood, he's like, forget about that. It's about the son now. This isn't about him. Yeah, It's about Dean. And uh, like he said, Michael has to have a little bit more willpower Mm -hmm. nowadays. He has a son. He has a wife and uh, do what's best for the family, even if it's not easy. Nobody is saying it's easy. Like, Michael, we get Okay, you have your urges. Nobody's saying it's a walk in the park, but just do the right thing.
1: Just be a good guy, and be a good father, and understand that when you marry someone, you're marrying all of them, and all of their future, and all of that, and Ashley wanted a family, and you knew that going in, and you still made that commitment, and you can't resent her, for doing the things she said she wanted to do. And, you know, like, yeah, there, it's just gross. There
0: was one point where Ashley was like, he's just frustrated because he wants coochie, but right now he can't get in the coochie. And then her mom's like, that's the way it is.
1: Yeah. Like, it's just, it's it shows what his priorities really are as a partner and just as a person. And I just, yeah. I just, I Michael Darby... I cannot believe that she's pregnant with baby number two. I mean, everyone, <laughs> you know, everyone does their own thing. And I hope it's, I honestly feel like she has this master plan and she's, you know, putting the, there's, a, there's something happening. Shaky there's foundation longing.
0: though. That's fair to say. I don't think we're reaching to say it's a shaky foundation. No. But she does have good out. people around her.
1: She does. She has, especially the ladies of Potomac. Um, Let's talk about Robin. Um, Robin is starting to have, line um -hmm. or which is um you know good for her Robin has a new business venture every three episodes I feel like (laughs) she's worse she's honestly I have to I just have to say it she's worse than me I always am every week I'm like I could be a lawyer or like "Mm, maybe I should be a farmer like every week I'm like one of those Barbie like new like new jobs Robin Dixon is worse than me I swear. What's in? I swear, in two weeks she's gonna be like a glass blower. I thought you were gonna say
0: she's worse than Ramona Singer, another housewife famous for opening a new business every two weeks.
1: Okay, no, that would be Sonia Morgan. Ramona, no, Ramona's
0: way worse. No, Sonia has businesses that she tries for an extended period of time and they all fail. I mean, she did have like the tipsy girl. She had the obviously the toast servant, famously. And now she's had her Sonia Morgan by Sonia Morgan, which has been her shtick sh- for like four or five years now. But Ramona, it's like renewal by Ramona, and this and that. Every year, it's been something new. Uh, but
1: Robin, I mean, uh, but Robin doesn't even like really do the things. Like, I where is this hatline? Like, I mean, <laughs> can I pick it up at Bloomingdale's? Like, LaDame? Like, I need to know. It's
0: and where's it's, Ramona's Pinot Grigio? We've been trying to cop that for ten house-flip. years.
1: She can't house flip because she's literally being investigated by the IRS. Mm -hmm. So she's decided, I'm going to take that money that I was going to buy a house, and I'm going to buy a bedazzler and a thousand hats. And I am going to start a hat line that I will now be able to ship myself because I own my own trucking business, which she was looking into last season. So I'm interested to see what Robin Dixon is going to be doing next. Um, I definitely think maybe she should be going into school for accounting. Uh, maybe that would be a good next step. Um, but hey, if that doesn't work out, she definitely showed her skills as a dancer. Sideline dancer there for one. <laughs> I, Robin is so cute. Like, Robin is so fun. As much as I tease her, girl's got it. Girl knows what she's doing. She's having a good time. Um, with her, obviously, her BFF, um, Giselle. But should we talk about Wendy and Wendy's party, Wendy's... Um, husband Eddie and his family situation. And then how this all bleeds into the Monique drama. Let's do it. Okay. So Wendy um, is having a sip and see for her daughter, Cameron, and it's going to be a full blown Nigerian event. She is very excited. She's invited all the ladies. All the ladies are super stoked to come because, Um, They're excited to see the culture in the event and obviously celebrate Cameron and their new friend, Wendy. Uh, Sadly, we get a little bit more details about the relationship between Wendy, her husband, and her husband's family. So Eddie's mother and Wendy's mother are both prominent figures in their community. But for whatever reason, they did not get along, especially when it was found out that, like, Wendy was going to be marrying Eddie. Kind of like a Romeo and Juliet situation. I was—I just keep imagining in my head these two, like, great big families that are just like, no, our kids cannot get married. And they're like, Wendy's like, no, it's going to happen. And I, I'm not going to kill myself. Um, so it's a, a happy Romeo and Juliet. Um, except for the fact that all of Eddie's family has turned away from him because mm-hmm. of his marriage to Wendy. His mother was the first. And instead of the siblings standing by him, the siblings followed suit and so he has a really fractured relationship with his entire family. Still, they reach out sometimes here and there and he invites them to Cameron's Sip and See and that's kind of what they're hoping to s- they're sipping and seeing mm-hmm. if Eddie's family will show up. Um, spoiler alert, they don't. And they have a really it, it's 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 a beautiful moment like where Wendy and Eddie like Eddie's sitting alone in that like empty room kind of thing, and they're like talking about his family not coming. And it really shows. And I just want to say, I really love the relationship of Wendy and Eddie because I feel like they have, from what we've seen so far, they have such a strong relationship that is so inspiring, I guess you can say. It seems like their family life is very connected, not only with each other, but with their kids. They are such a support system for each other. Um, Eddie's super hurt by the situation that happens and unfolds. And I mean, Wendy just knows the right things to say and knows how to just be there. And then it was super cute when he was giving the speech about her and she was, he was like, I don't know where my wife is, but you have to thank her for everything. Like she's amazing. And she comes in and he's like, like still talking about her and she's smiling. I don't know. I'm obsessed with these two. I can't get enough. What do you think? I literally just ranted, honestly, (laughs) like 10 minutes about Wendy and Eddie. So please.
0: No, they're absolutely a great couple. But on the whole situation with Eddie's family, I just have to say that it's so tough when you are estranged from family members. I've never experienced it. I have close friends who have been estranged from parents or siblings, and it is such a deep emotional strain. So I may not totally understand what he's going through, but I've seen it up close. And it's just obvious when you love someone so deeply as you often do with your family. And then they're not there for you more broadly. But then they aren't there to witness these great moments, these huge life events like the sip and see for Cameron. And you see how much fun they're all having and the camaraderie and the chemistry and the building of memories. And then those family members who you love so much are not there to participate in the creation of these uh, memories that you're going to hold so dearly forever that undeniably hurts and then you can't get that moment back hopefully yeah. we see them repair it i have a feeling we're going to they wouldn't just include this
1: i i agree i was gonna yeah. say that i think there's a reason they're telling this story because right. i feel like there's gonna be some development with it
0: so hopefully they can reconcile sooner rather than later they could see cameron's first birthday you know what i mean there's still so many life moments to share and there's time it's never never too late right do it sooner than later so i think we're gonna see it that's my prediction i th-
1: I do think we're going um, to see it too. But speaking of big life events, Eddie,
0: we have to talk about Candace filing charges.
1: Yeah. So at the sip and see, we get the conversation that we've all been waiting for, which is the women minus Monique yep. having a little convo about what Candace is going to do. And By the way, I just want to note before what I talk about this. She's done. Sorry, what she's done. Because we did see the video of her like driving to go talk to the detective or the whatever to file the report. The fullest um,
0: extent of the law. Uh, hey, I don't like start,
1: this. I know. But before we start, I want to talk about how uncomfortable I felt when Chris was in Candace's face.
0: He, I, he was rough, but he was looking out for her. I understand he was Candace looking out for her, but I did herself. feel
1: uncomfortable. No, she doesn't. I get it. We know that.
0: Right, but he didn't hurt her or anything. No, he, he didn't. He didn't. Ashley didn't say anything wrong. Candace was being accusatory towards Ashley saying, you're being paid off to have this opinion, which is just outlandish. Which is, uh, yeah. And Ashley gives a retort that isn't actually insulting Candace. She's just saying, I don't need the money. I'm married to a millionaire. And then Candace, of course, has to say what she's going to say. Insulting her, berating her, saying, you know, oh well, not not for long, and she's like, well, I'm going to decide how long I'm married, and and it's like, you don't have to say that, Candace. Why? Like this, I'm not justifying what Monique did, but you know, this provocation is what leads to a lot of intense confrontations between Candace and other cast yeah. members. It's not like this happened in a vacuum. Candace ha- has had a long history of provocation and confrontation, um which is great for reality TV, by the way. Like keep doing it. Um, but you also can't be like mad at the fact that like okay, you're you're in a lot of shit with a lot of people. We started off this season, Eddie, with Candace being in feuds with everybody. Remember that?
1: Yeah, she was literally fighting everyone and then she started doing the apology train and started getting one-on-one and started getting everyone going. And then boom, here we are again. Now she's getting into fights with everyone one by one again, starting with Monique. But you're right. I mean, you're right. Candace never helps herself because Candace always has to open her mouth and always has to feel like she has to get the last word.
0: She's a great like, insult comic in a way. Because like, that was a funny insult towards Ashley.
1: I mean, yes. <laughs> but at the same time. But it gets you like, in trouble. <laughs> she's not doing a roasting on Comedy Central. She's at a sip and see for a baby. <laughs> like That's the difference, Armin. Uh, it's, like even it's the retort
0: when when Karen's like we don't want Monique to go to jail and she goes we don't.
1: Yeah, like and that's the thing and it's like we were going to talk about it earlier and let's talk about it now. Candace, I believe Candace filing the assault charges against Monique is a very selfish and one-sided decision. Yes, I understand she is upset with Monique that there was Hands thrown, mm-hmm. wigs pulled, but at the same time, it takes two to tango, and you did instigate and fight back. And beyond that,
0: think of her family. Exactly. Think of her, her little think kids, of her
1: children. You have to think of all, and it's and it's not like my thing is it's not like Monique is a a threat or a danger to Candace again. Like that's the thing. Right. I would understand if she was like, This woman is out to get me. She right. attacked me once. She's gonna be coming again. And I need to file these charges so that I start to protect myself as things go down the line. No. Candace's feelings were hurt. She was embarrassed on the TV screen. Yeah, she might have physically got hurt. And so she's gonna file charges because her mom wants her to, and it's gonna be dramatic for the show. Girl.
0: You know what this a is, bit Eddie?
1: Of like understanding.
0: This is the sequel to Danielle Staub filing charges against Jacqueline's daughter, Ashley, I want to say, right, Ashley? Yes. Mm -hmm. This is the sequel, no? Where everybody would have been on Danielle's side. Well, maybe not, but (laughs) they all hated Danielle. Um, But the filing of the charges against Ashley was just taking it too far. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: And the argument that... The Ronge housewives made at the time was, you may be ruining this person's life. Over what, really? It was actually a hair pull, right? Mm -hmm. It's almost exactly parallel. And Caroline has the famous confrontation with Danielle where they go to dinner and Caroline tries to convince her not to file the charges. Ultimately, she does. And Ashley gets convicted of a misdemeanor, I want to say. Maybe even a felony. I forget. But she gets convicted. Is it worth it? Is it worth it? I, I really feel like Monique took it one step too far, or even two steps too far, and now Candace has taken it ten steps too far.
1: I mean, this is that's highly the thing.
0: punitive. It's too punitive.
1: That's that's see, and that's the thing. It's uh, I this. I just I feel like this is it. It's almost like just like an attack in its own way. Like I understand. It's
0: petty as hell. It's fucking yeah, petty. I, I
1: understand being upset and being like, "Yeah, you like hit me," but I would be like. I don't think unless, uh, like, if it's, like, a fight between, like, I mean, Candace and many girlfriends, like, if my friend, like, dragged me, I wouldn't be the next day at the police station. I would be, like, calling my friend and being, like, we need to figure out what went down. Right. This is not cool. I don't want this to come, like, I still care about the person. Obviously, Candace still cares about her because she has talked to her therapist about it multiple times, and she took 12 days to file the charges.
0: Context matters. Context matters. Like you say, Eddie, they are friends. So they should try to repair this situation as friends, not as strangers or as enemies. Also, you are in a setting that tries to manufacture drama and confrontation. So emotions are going to be high at all times because you are actually being produced. And yes, this season of Potomac is giving us a little something different. Real human drama. High stakes. So it may not be something petty like we've seen in other Housewives seasons where they try to manufacture something out of nothing. There's a lot going on Mm -hmm. here. Failed marriages and multiple failed marriages potentially and estranged families. Yes, this is real human drama that we're witnessing. But at the same time, what Candace is doing here, I think the consequences to Monique would just be far too great.
1: I I agree, and I also want to say, I D- Candace never like I, it's all just so backwards to me because like it really truly feels like she's just trying to ruin her life because right. she didn't even begin with a restraining order. There was there I don't even think there was a restraining order to begin with. It was like, uh, it was just she just went straight for the assault charges. Like if she was really truly nervous that something was going to happen, wouldn't you get a restraining order first and then start working on assault charges?
0: I actually think a real sign of maturity and being the better person, yeah, is it's not trying to destroy someone. It would be trying to rehabilitate and work with that
1: person. Yeah. I don't know. I just, and I I feel like this is just going to, I mean, Monique obviously files charges back. We know this because we followed the news, y'all. But (laughs) tabloids exist. Tabloids exist. So we know that there is going to be a counter charge and then it's all just going to go away. Like, I just feel like it's so stupid to begin with. And I just feel like,
0: but we love it for the was, drama. I mean, shit <laughs> for the yeah, show is it's I, insane.
1: I was excited to see Monique apologize to Candace because she was ready to do that. And we mm-hmm. were going to get that moment. Yeah. And Candace really has to just go and be like, no, I want to be the pettiest person around. Mm-hmm. And I, What's it important is that lose. she ultimately
0: dropped charges because, yeah. you know, Monique is still a mother, has children.
1: It's a human everyone,
0: being. You should have compassion for all is, human beings, even ma- when they make yeah, mistakes. it
1: doesn't matter. It's a human being who made a mistake. But
0: the stakes are high because she does have young kids. These are very yeah. high stakes.
1: Higher stakes, yes. But, like, uh, yeah. And the thing is, is, like, I was getting, I was, you know what, I was like Candace, I was kind of liking Candace this season. I was like, you know what, I'm kind of on her side. But this makes me lean a little bit more Team Monique. This is is what I was saying earlier,
0: Eddie. It's like Candace had everyone on her side, even the other housewives. And I think now all the other housewives have turned on her. They don't like this move either.
1: No, they don't. And it's, yeah.
0: And And then there's Karen, who doesn't want to say anything. I actually hate the way... I know, but I hate the way Karen's maneuvering this. And everyone does too. She's not doing it artfully. Let's put it that way. You could be in the middle, but you have to play it with tact. And she's not. She's just very explicitly saying, I'm right in the middle. I'm exactly in the middle, which makes
1: you I'm look here. bad. Whatever. <laughs> um, well, it looks like, you know, a lot more I is going to go down with these ladies, especially. <sighs> I mean, there's a trip coming up to Portugal. Um, How do you
0: go on a vacation with all this going down? Well, it's I, the house housewives, right?
1: That's honestly, I, that's what I'm looking <laughs> to see. I, I need to see how this uh, a trip is going to go down. is a great forward.
0: place, though, so that's going to be a fun trip.
1: I'm sure it will be beautiful. Um, but other than that, I think...
0: We mentioned moment. it all!
1: Yes, that is, that is it for our Potomac recap for this week. If you guys want to make sure you catch another one of our recaps, whether we're doing OC, which we are doing this season. I know some people are not, but we will be, um, even if you're not watching it, we'll be recapping it for you if you want to kind of... Make that your guilty pleasure. Um, or Salt Lake, which is coming up. We'll be recapping that as well. You can subscribe wherever you're listening. We're also on social media by searching at Hot and Bravo. That's at H-O-T in B-R-A-V-O-D. I'm also on social media at Eddie underscore Strada. Uh, Armin, do you want to let them know about our Patreon?
0: Yeah, support us on Patreon at patreon.com backslash Hot and Bravo. For only $3 a month, you'll get a ton of exclusive content. So check it out.
1: And I was looking at the Patreon today, and it's so easy to find all the stuff you want. If you want to listen to Vanderpump Rules stuff, you literally click Vanderpump Rules. If you want to do Housewives of New York, we've got that, too. Yes. It's a super easy way to kind of go through our system. If you want to listen to stuff from a certain month, we've got it that way. It's so easy to find our content. Oh, right. The filters. whatever you need. Yeah, exactly. The filters are amazing. So if there's something you're feeling, put it in the filter, and it's more than likely we have it. So it's all there on our Patreon. I was checking it out today, so... Uh, Definitely take a peek at that, and we will see y'all next time.